Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Insane in the Membrane Pride Month Takeover. Insane in the Membrane. Greetings, weary travelers. Welcome aboard the good ship insane in the them brain this month as we are celebrating those wonderful people uh, who identify as non-binary it is pride month and uh, but people need to understand that pride is more than just gay men there's all manner of people involved and i we felt that here at insane in the membrane um that people who identify as non-binary were kind of underrepresented maybe and so we thought we'd do something about that and so we've given over insane in the membrane for the entire month of pride uh, and it's now insane in the them brain and it's been very well received some wonderful messages from people some wonderful comments thank you for everybody for doing that it's I want it's a conversation I want to have I want to learn more about about people who identify as non-binary because you know as I've said on the previous episode I, I grew up in a very kind of cisgendered environment so this is this is new to me and I want to learn more and then people listening that grew up the same way I did they want to learn more as well and so because we don't want to offend, we want to be able to ask the questions without offending people, and that's the beauty of it. So we can all live together in peace and harmony. Um, so that's what that's what we're doing. Um, but before we get into it, we've got to mention our wonderful sponsors, those beautiful boys at uh, Save Ourselves Clothing, Stacy and Mark, doing beautiful things. They sponsor us, helping us keep the lights on, um, and they got some wonderful garments themselves. And I know this for a fact as I worked with them last summer when they uh, or last last end of the year, wasn't it? Wasn't it? When they uh, they had me in when Old Wilson was out of work and out of gigs, they took me in and they looked after me. I mean, I don't know how much money I cost them in when I kept fucking up the t-shirts, but I'm sure, I'm sure their their uh, profit margins are back to back to how they were <laughs> after Silly Wilson kept mucking around. I mean, I did put four, four that was it, four fronts on two t-shirts. Well done, me. Anyway, uh, they're good lads. If you go to sosclothing.co.uk forward slash membrane and use the 15% discount code membrane, you'll get money off their range and you'll get money off of our membrane tees and hoodies. And they're wonderful garments. They are ethically sourced. They are vegan friendly. You should get involved with them. They feel really good and they look really good. And I'm not just saying that. They are great because sometimes you buy a t-shirt and it, the collar's all shit and it doesn't feel right, it doesn't fit right, but the, the, the guys that save our souls, they, they've, they've done brilliantly, they're, they're meticulous with their detail, and they really, these are good arms. So, get involved with that, that'll be fantastic. So, as we said, as we said, as it's Pride Month, and we have handed over uh, Insane in the Membrane to Insane in the Thembrane, 
uh, our, our guests this month are people that identify as non-binary, and this, like I've said before, this is a common, this is a new conversation to me, and I wanted to find out more, like what it actually feels like to feel that you are like that you are neither. You're kind of you know you're more fluid than that. And I think you know, like I've said before, people are more fluid than they're giving credit. People are, you know, it it, it should be just you should be able to just be rather than ever to be, you know, let society pigeonhole you as one thing or the other. I think most people really are like that, you know. As you'll hear in this in this conversation, we talk about clothing, and that comes up a lot because clothing, people say to you like, it's men's clothing or women's clothing, and you know, it's just clothing, you know. We we discussed that in the episode, and what it was like for our guest Lucy Fur growing up in a in a small village, a small town in Wales, Cumbran, and which you would, I think you might have heard of that that place. Uh, the stereophonics are from there. That's how I know. That's how I know the place. And you know, I having grown up in a small town myself, having under- and understood the, the small town mentality, it's nice to talk to someone and see how they dealt with that and how they how they you know how they coped with that with that around in that environment. So um, it was wonderful to have Lucy on, and honestly, it was a fantastic conversation. And at the end, we had a great we had a great chat about what actually should be happening to straight white men. So, uh, listen, I'm going to stop prattling on and you're going to listen to the episode, so please welcome Lucifer. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A podcast from producer paul.co.uk. Lovely to have you on. Uh, nice to be here. Are you well? You all right? I'm keeping okay. Yeah. I'm comfortable. <laughs> kind of is what it is. It's weird that, like, we're li- I feel like we're literally living through the apocalypse and we're all acting yeah. really cash about it. <laughs> like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It's, I have days of, like, no, it's fine. No, it's fine. We're, gigs are coming back. Things are happening. We're, we're slowly getting out there. And then... You wake up one morning and you go, no, everything's fucked. And I, I just want to cry in bed. So, yeah, it's weird. Uh, and uh, I had my second jab yesterday. I don't know if you've had yours yet. I've had my first one. Yeah. How did you feel afterwards? I was all right. I wasn't too bad. Um, yeah. But I had mine quite early because I'm in Wales. So we're like passing oh, yeah. through it. Which it is was great. Proper, you had proper lockdown as well, though, didn't you? Like real, 
you know where and it was it was interesting because uh, that like you forget that even though we're on the same clump of rock it's still a different country so there's different <laughs> rules yeah and, it's really know. annoying um anywhere outside of the uk when you meet people you're like hi i'm welsh and they're like oh where in england is that and you're like yeah I know. yeah 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 i love wales i've got such a beautiful soft spot for the place because i started my career more or less in wales oh we too yeah i started i did the uh, a friend of mine called silky and he had a load of gigs but in like the mining villages so like blengaru and, and places right, like that right, right. so i got to see those places when i started so it, every time i go back i feel it feels like i'm at home again which is nice it is a really like pretty place sorry i'm playing with the mic as i'm talking on a podcast <laughs> i'm very professional um yeah it is a very pretty place and i do think i i don't think i'd ever leave even if i won the lottery and won millions of pounds i'd like yeah. never leave wales it's like where i i, I want to be put in the ground here when i die <laughs> i think that's that i think a lot of the people that i speak to from wales feel the same as if they really are passionate about where they're from which, I think that's why yeah. the like Welsh independence movement is moving yes. so quickly now. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's and it's funny that there's so there's such resistance for it, and you know it's it's it should well I just get baffled because I'm <laughs> I'm actually the face of Yes Cymru, don't you know? Um, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> no, but I am <laughs> I am in an advertising campaign for them, but when I'm arguing with, um, it's complicated, but they're like Welsh nationalists who are just awful people who like want an independent Wales but don't want like minorities in it okay. so when I'm arguing with them I'm like how dare you I'm the face of this revolution how dare you question my authority do you know who I am and it's really fun because they're like no you're like a man in a wig in like Newport and I'm like I am the face of this revolution and you will respect me and my wigs but this is it isn't it it's that it's that small-mindedness still you know they're, they're it shouldn't shouldn't fucking matter who, however you want to identify, however you want to dress, however you want to be, it doesn't affect them. So I don't understand why there's still this resistance. This this is fear, I guess, isn't it? I think people are just boring as well. They are boring, and they're yeah. afraid of anything that's like. I'm having a whale of a time, and I look like I'm having a whale of a time, and I think people are like, oh, my life's shit, why are you having so much fun? <laughs> I think you're right, there is an envy, isn't there? There's a, yeah, I'm not having a good time, so nobody else should. Yeah. Instead of, oh, I wonder how they got, I wonder how they're having so much fun, maybe I should look for some fun. Yeah. It's, but it, they're just full of... Because also, like, it looks like I'm having lots of fun, but genuinely, like look at me now I mm. like these are not the actions of a happy well-adjusted individual like why am I dressed like this in a living room on a what is it Wednesday Thursday Thursday yeah. it, on a Thursday afternoon talking to someone on a recording like it's just weird like if you think I'm having fun or having like a nice time or I'm happy like you're very wrong yeah very wrong <laughs> so do you feel so when you when you get dressed when you put on what you're say like for instance what you're wearing now yeah do you feel more you does it make you feel better you feel because i have to be honest i've i feel terrible that i've just i got up a bit late and i whacked on the first t-shirt i could find and I, normally if i'm doing a gig I, I make a bit of an effort but i'm like oh shit i've got to go and i just bunged it on and ran to the station yeah no it is you know um it's complicated because, like, outside of drag, like, I, I'm not, like, a cis man. Like, my gender identity is another thing. Mm. 
Oh, me. I just burped. I'm, I'm right. so feminine. And, um, <laughs> and just, this, this is the thing, because you're, you're just bridging the gaps between everything. You're just, you know. Yeah. So, like, in drag, I'm, I'm usually doing, like, comedy and, like, I do a bit of stand-up, but I mostly do characters. And mm. all the characters are women because... Um, controversial I don't find men that funny no. like <laughs> I just don't and like I'm sorry about that but like <laughs> there's very few men that I find genuinely oh you're really funny mm. um I just relate to like female humor more so I do female characters and I mostly identify like I'm technically non-binary but I often describe myself as like trans femme because okay. I mostly use she her pronouns right um like if the world wasn't ending I'd be like not wearing this much makeup, but wear a bit of makeup every day. I love wearing heels. That makes me feel like very myself. I love m my hands being weighted down by too many rings. <laughs> um, and just like the way I interact with people, like I'm just a very feminine person. And, you know, yeah. I am a non-binary trans femme person. But in drag, if I'm like, I've got loads of characters, but if I'm doing a character, they're just, they're a woman. You know, right. like I'm not, I know some people who their drag character is still they, them or he, him, mm. but... For me, it's like no, I'm a woman in drag. Right, but well, that's it, isn't it? Because it's because you know trans transitional, you're transitioning. So that would be you know like from one thing to another. Yeah, and it's then, more. So then, and if you identify as non-binary, which is, uh, which is everything. Yeah, so non-binary is like um, it can be between man and woman, but it can also be completely outside of the ideas of like man and woman. For me, I'm kind of between geared more towards woman. Right. Um, it also means, and like, no trans people have to transition, but non-binary trans people are less likely to medically transition. Socially, mm. yeah, like, socially, I transition. All my friends refer to me as, like, she, they, sometimes him. Like, because yeah. I'm happy with that. That's how I, you know, feel. And it's not like I wake up on the morning and I'm like, I'm a him today. It's just like, whatever floats your boat. Because yeah. that's also really fun. Because then when people are like, you're just a man, I'm like, cool. I identify partly as a man, so that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What next? <laughs> like, you literally can't offend me with, like, gendered insult. Like, oh, you're just a bloke in a dress. It's like, thank you for noticing. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> like, There's other things to worry about, I guess. Is yeah, that, I didn't that, put all this that, on like... not to get hate crime. Jesus. Yeah. It's the biggest compliment in the world. <laughs> and when you were growing up, did you feel like you were one, not one or the other? You just felt... I had like a really... <laughs> so I grew up in a really small town called Cambran, which... Oh, um... I know it. yeah. Oh, okay. So it's like, it's pretty, but it's really like... Um, a, a f oppressive, kind right. of. And it's just like gloomy. Um, yeah. And my parents were like... My mum was doing a social work degree whilst I was like developing as a child. So she had very, like, liberal, like, hippy-dippy views. And I had an older sister. All my cousins were girls. So we'd just, like, i just play with the girls. And there was never, like, a thing of, like, oh, you, you shouldn't play with Barbies. You're a boy. Like, even my dad, like, I had the biggest Barbie collection in the whole of Cambran in the, like, late no, right. 90s to early 2000s. <laughs> um, sadly, they got lost on a holiday. And I'm still not over it, to no. be honest. Um, <laughs> oh, no, because they're still out there somewhere. And literally, plastic oh. never goes away. They are yeah. somewhere. Someone in Portugal has had a lovely time with my Barbies. And to this day, <laughs> I am really angry about it. If I ever find them, I will beat them to death. Um, so, yeah, I was kind of raised like that. And I, I, I've been discussing this lately with my friends. 
at no point did I sort of think like, oh, I'm a, I'm really feminine for a boy. I was just like, yeah, that's just me. This is just how people are allowed to act. And then as I got older, especially when I went to school and then like, um, big school, comprehensive, <laughs> big school. When I went to big school, I was like, oh no, like I need to lie about who I am or like move to a city. Like this is not ideal. Like people hate me for mm. just being me. So um, yeah, it wasn't fun, particularly growing no. up. Like, cause I was also like fat and weird and very, very queer. And like right. the sort of queer I couldn't like pretend I wasn't. People were just like, you're gay. And it's like, I, I don't even know what that means. I'm like five. So yeah, it wasn't particularly fun. Yeah. I know but, you mean that sort of small town mentality. And I have to be honest, when I was at, when I was at secondary school, and I've said this before in other episodes, there'd be people that were like, got, there, were, there were lads that were quite sort of feminine and they would just get bullied relentlessly. And, I, and even I, I joined in a bit because I was getting bullied and sort yeah. of like to distract from me, like you kind of join it, you've got to join in with the thing. And even now to this day, I mean, I was at school 30 years ago. To this day, I'm still, I still wake up and go, oh, oh, you know, I mean, that's, that's where I was at at the time. But, and, and you go, you know, and I'm like, oh, maybe I should contact those people and go, look. And they probably don't give a shit. They probably go, no. Do you know what's you know. so funny? Um, <laughs> I don't remember much of school now. No. And like, I've got, I've got two friends who I still speak to from school. Um, they weren't my only two friends, but they were like the vast majority of my friends. Yeah. And they'll bring up stuff from school. And I, I'm literally sat there like, I do not remember that happening. I don't remember the people you've just mentioned. I don't remember most of the like buildings of the school that we're talking about. Wow. Like it is all just gone. And I don't know whether that's like, it was really bad and I've blocked that out or yeah. whether I just like stopped caring. Either way, I feel emotionally fine. And one of the guys who used to bully me messaged me on Facebook of like, of all things, I barely use my Facebook and was like, Hey, like he messaged me and randomly added me and was like, Hey, um, like I've been thinking about you lately and I feel really bad for how like I treated you and blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't understand why we never got on. And I was like, I don't, I don't know who you are. Like I, I genuinely, I'm looking at the picture. I'm looking at the name. Nothing is ringing a bell. I spoke to my mates and they were like, yeah, remember when he like kicked the shit out of you? I was like, um, no, no, I really genuinely don't. And I don't know if I should be worried about that or just be like thankful that I don't remember all these like bad things that happened to me. Probably thankful. And it is that, it's that the arrogance of thinking that just because I remember what I was like, that they're going to still remember who I was. You know, that's, that's quite something, isn't it? (laughs) There is something very satisfying about someone messaging you and being like, look, I've grown as a person. I'm an adult now. I feel awful about the way that I treated you. And I bet that it's like really damaged you emotionally. And you're just turning to them and being like, I don't know you. No. Who and, are you? Uh, like, you yeah. did not affect my life enough for me to remember <laughs> your name, your face, your voice, anything about you. No. And that's happened a few times, especially because, like, because of me doing drag. drag it, it, this kind of stuff doesn't happen in Cambran. There's, like, no other, like, big, over-the-top, loud, queer performers coming from Cambran. No. There's a lot of queer people, but for some reason there's not, like, many big queer performers. So, like, me and... There's another person who does drag in London now from my school year and a guy who was in the year below and that is it, like, that right. I know of and I would know because it, the drag scene is tiny. Everyone knows everyone. Right. So, like, because of that, I'm not, like, 
people know who I am just because it's a small town. It's like, yeah. oh, he does drag now. So, like, it's funny when I do get, like, people follow me on Instagram and it's like, oh, you follow loads of people I, like, went to school with. That's odd. And then I'll, like, look into it and it's like, oh, you bullied me. Like, why are you following me now? No, <laughs> fuck off. And I'm like, sometimes I'll block them. And sometimes I'll just, like, leave them and see how long it takes. Sometimes they, like, message me and they're like, oh, you look fit as a girl. And it's like, I didn't fuck you in school. I'm not going to do it now. Get away from me. <laughs> so would you, would you, so would you see, so are you, are you gay? Or would you just, are you just bisexual? The, yeah, the problem with being, like, a non-binary trans femme who was assigned male at birth, I know yeah. that's a big sentence. I just like the way it sounds. That sounds um, great. I can't be gay or straight because I'm not a man or a woman. <laughs> yeah, that is, yeah. So, like, it, technically, I think I'm straight because I'm into men and I identify more as a woman. And I do plan on, like, medically transitioning a little bit. Um, but, like, I don't know. I feel really gay. And I've been called gay so much. I feel like, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of gay. Like, if I'm completely out of makeup and stuff and you just chuck me in jeans and a t-shirt, if I was walking down the street, no one would be like, oh yeah, that could be a woman. Like, mm. and I kind of like that as well. Cause it's like anonymity. Yeah. Like, I've met people out of drag who don't know who I am, but know me fully in drag, see me every week out or used to before the world, ugh, before the world ended. <laughs> so yeah, it's, yeah. um, but it's, it's weird. It's My boyfriend yeah. identifies as gay. Um, but when we got together, I was still thinking I was just a very feminine man. Um, and then I just tricked him into loving me. So now he can't leave, even though I'm going to get tits. It's great. <laughs> and what does he say about that? Well, I've, I spoke to someone recently and their their partner is now a them. Yeah. And, and we were talking about how they would feel because, you know, that person that they met is becoming somebody else physically. Yeah. So, and that, how was how does your boyfriend? I suppose he loves you. So, yeah. Um, so when we got together, I. <laughs> Sorry, my life sounds really sad, but I am honestly fine. It's just like <laughs> these are just facts about my life. Yeah. So when we met, I was sixteen and I had an eating disorder that went undiagnosed because I'm naturally very fat. So when I wasn't eating anything, I just became like a normal human size. And everyone was like, you look great. You don't right. look ill at all, even though I was actually starving myself, exercising too much, just drinking black coffee, barely wow. sleeping, very unwell. I was doing my A-level, so I was stressed anyway. Right. And I think that was like a thing that I could control. It's like, oh, I just won't eat. And then I'm in control. This one little thing in my life. Um, anyway, so he met this like skinny twink who was like <laughs> a boy. Yeah. And now I'm like, I found out the other day I'm beyond fat and now obese, which I was like, yes, like I made it. I can like receive the award and the plaque on the house saying like fat bitch inside. Like I can't wait. Um, but I sort of looked at Steve and he's just, Steve's my boyfriend. He's just getting more and more attractive as time goes on because right. men like age to be more attractive. So like he's got a full beard now. His hair's going a bit gray at the sides. My hair's completely gone. Um, he's like filling out, but in like a nice, like sexy dad way. Whereas yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. like turning into Ursula the Sea Witch every day. Um, so yeah, he must love me because like he's still with me and he's still like, you know, yeah. grabs my ass now and again. So I'm like, oh, at least he still like wants to fuck me. Also, we do have an open relationship. So like if he does fancy having sex with like a manly man, he just can like, okay. cause Lord knows I do. So. 
for me as well. As well. So but we this, do that sometimes yeah. as well, and that's fun. But this is, isn't it? This this comes up a lot. This now, this this, this realization that people are more fluid than than you know, because there's that need for human beings to pigeonhole each other and go right. Yeah. So you're so you're gay and you're straight and you're a man and you're a woman and and so now we're in this brand new world, brand new to me. I'm only, I'm just catching up, but <laughs> it seems that you, it's suddenly you know all bets are off, you know, and you can, you can you can if you have sex with a man, you can have sex with a woman, you can do what you want, you know. And that it's, I love it. It's a beautiful idea, and I wish more people were more. We I mean we are that first generation making those changes, I guess, aren't we? Yeah. So it'll I take think, a while. To like change. me and my mates discuss this a lot because like you put enough like LGBTQ people in a room together, they start discussing like gender and sexuality and stuff. Mm. Um, but I've started to believe that everyone's like born bisexual and most people are just straight because it's like, no, that's just normal. And because they have that attraction there for the opposite gender, yeah. they're like, well, no, that yeah, that's fine. I'll just be with men and think women are hot sometimes or I'll just be with like women and sometimes want to fuck a man but won't talk about that and won't do anything about that. And I think it's really sad. And also, in extreme cases, I think it makes people very ill because they're not yes. being completely honest with themselves. Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah, absolutely. Which is why it's nice that you have that relationship with your boyfriend where... I mean, and do you discuss it? Do you talk about it? Is it yeah, so like, and... we... Because I, I was trying to explain it to um, some, some like straight people I know. And they were like, what? So you just like cheat on each other, but it's fine because you know. And I was like, well, no, we could still cheat on each other because we have to say okay before the other one does anything with anyone else. So if I said no and Steve still did it, or if he did it without asking, that is still cheating. Mm. Um, but like some people don't do that. They do just like have sex with whoever they want. And as long as they, you know, don't yeah. tell the other person, it's fine. And things like that. Like it, it's just different folks, different strokes. Yeah. Um, and me and Steve have been together 12 years. So... Right. You know, we, we've had conversations and conversations and conversations, like to the point where I'm bored of talking, which is <laughs> like, look at me, clearly I love talking. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. It's, it's good for podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you, so you talk, you've talked about the fact that you want to transition slightly. Yeah. Like, um, essentially, so we were the other night talking about like what we would do if we won the lottery because there was like a, a 112 million pound euro million thing and I said oh my god what would we even do with all that money yeah. and I was saying like exactly what I get because I always say I, I wouldn't get surgery like willy-nilly but if you had that sort of money you could pretty much guarantee you wouldn't like there wouldn't be complications and you wouldn't die because you could get the best surgeon in literally the world so I was like I definitely go on estrogen because I feel like testosterone was affecting me all through puberty so my facial features and things and my body has been like gendered male by like the hormones mm. so i definitely go on estrogen i definitely either get implants or like fat redistribution to make my hips and ass more of like a female shape not like yeah. kim kardashian not ridiculous <laughs> just to like even out the like masculineness of my body um Weirdly, my friends all think I have a hormone imbalance because I've got like quite big tits, but comparatively to how fat I am, it's like they're bigger than they should be. Right. Um, and they, they like, they feel like tits. They're like tits. <laughs> so I don't think it would take much, much estrogen to make my tits grow quite a bit. Um, and then I just get a bit of stuff done to my face, like um, lip fillers and cheek fillers, just to even out the masculineness of my face. Yeah. So like, that's all I get really. But yeah. like, 
maybe one day I would be like, yeah, I want big, massive, inflatable, you know, <laughs> cock destroyer style tits, and that's fine too. Maybe <laughs> I'll want a vagina one day. That's fine too. I probably so won't though. No. I, I quite like my downstairs how it is. Like, yeah, there's yeah, no yeah. renovation plans as as we are now. <laughs> I just put in hardwood floors. That's enough upkeep for me. So, and I think do you we're think, good. Well, that's it. I mean, do you think that would be a problem if you decided? Do you think that you, your boyfriend would then probably maybe have a problem with it if you decided to completely? Okay, I've, I've listened to two episodes of this podcast. I'm sorry. Um, right. How vulgar can I get? You get as vulgar as you like. Okay, this well, is a safe even space if I had um, my dentist renovated, I'd still have the back door and I'd just let Steve use that. Okay, he, yep. yeah, that's fair So enough. then we'd be fine. But I do, like, we've had this conversation, like, we've, we, you know, we've sat down and discussed it. And the thing is, if I really wanted a vagina and Steve was like, I can't be with you with a vagina, I think I'd still get the vagina. Yeah. And we'd probably, like, stay friends or, I don't know, yeah. maybe I'd trick him into loving me more than get the vagina. I'm not sure, <laughs> but... Yeah, but I, yeah, I just but, don't want it. So no, but it's that, it's, it's, it, that all of that sort of it, 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 when you fall in love with someone, you fall in love with the person, don't you? So yeah, all of that's the conversation I was having with my friend the other day, and he was like, he was like saying, look, I I still love them. I'm, I'm not, you know, I still love that person, and you know, maybe if it, if they do want to change bits quite drastically, then maybe we'll have that chat. But it's just, a, it's just this. I, this is why I want to talk to people. From with, who are non-binary and who are gay and 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 bisexual because this is a whole new world to me. I grew up. Yeah. I grew up in a very sort of cisgendered environment, and I worked in a gay sauna for a bit. Oh. Yeah. I've, I've, I do a whole bit about working in the sauna, and I had to pretend to be gay. Um, and I had my first gay experience in there. And oh, nice. Yeah, and it made me realise that that's not really what I'm into. But I still yeah. enjoyed it. It was still what it was like. Oh yeah, and it made me realise that, it, yes, it, it, like having sex with people. It doesn't matter if they're gay or straight or men or women. Just sometimes it's just that the contact with a human being is all you need. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know? Like, I think I talk about this a lot. Um, but like, proportionally, I've probably had more sex with straight men than gay men. Mm. Um, I think because they want to fuck men, but they don't want to like fuck a manly man. So I'm like the happy medium. Yeah. Um, and like, even before I realized like, oh shit, like you're non-binary. Men like that were drawn to me. Like one of, one of the things I always say that isn't entirely true, but is worryingly close to the truth is that I fucked a whole rugby team when I was a teenager. <laughs> But I genuinely pretty much did. There was only like, I think it was like the scrum half and the hooker that I didn't. And that Why was just was the that? fear for my life. Uh, oh, I'm not. No, I'm not saying I, there would be a lynch mob at my door if I was like, oh, yes, it was this rugby club. Because I've also, I've been with a fairly famous, should I be saying that? No. Yeah. Fuck it. A fairly famous rugby player. Um, who's really? Straight. Like fully straight. That I was seeing for a bit. Yeah, right. On the sly. Like, wow. I don't know. I think people would be shocked if they knew the full statistics on how many like straight men are going and doing things like that behind like society's back, sometimes behind their like wives and girlfriends' back. Oh, for sure. At the sauna, people, guys would come down, they'd be, they'd be, they'd taken the dog for a walk and they'd leave <laughs> the dog outside and then they'd go upstairs and into the oh. sauna and, Oh have God. a bit of fun and then go back to walking the dog. 
Oh my god. Which sauna was this? Where this was, was this? in it's in Rochester in Kent. It was called Bodiceas. It's oh, not there oh, anymore. I love yeah. that name. It's good, isn't it? It's good. Yeah. It's not there anymore, unfortunately. Oh. Uh, but The sauna in Cardiff just shut down. Cardiff is reeling emotionally, if I'm honest. Really? Yeah. Why, why do you think... Because there used to be loads of them, and they kind of... Do you think it's because of social media Grindr. now? You don't really need them, or...? Grinder. If I go on Grindr. my phone now and go on Grinder, I could get, like, four different men here in the next ten minutes to fuck me. Wow. Genuinely. Like, Grinder's just eliminated the need for... Even gay bars are dying because of mm. going because the majority of people are going there to find someone to have sex with. Yeah. And you're more likely to find someone in a gay bar who's going to fuck you than in a straight bar because you've got a guarantee that they're all gay. So you just have to fi- find one that would fuck you. <laughs> but this is the thing, isn't it? It's, it seems like the, the gay people, the people who are gay that I've known down the years will say, I'm, I'm going to go and get some, I'm going to go and have sex. And then they have yeah. sex. But with yeah. straight people, they have to go through this dance. And uh, I mean, at the end of the day, most of them are still. What they really want to do is have sex, but they go through this whole sort of pantomime of pretending. A lot of them, not saying everybody, but a lot of yeah. yeah and rather yeah. than just saying, I, I fancy you, you fancy me. Do you want to have sex? Seems to be a little yeah. Bit, I wish you know. people were more like that. Like yeah, the world would just be more. Like it'd be a cooler place. Although. If people constantly imagine if you were like really attractive and people all day every day were just like, I love that I was like, imagine if you were really attractive and you said nothing. Your self esteem is in the toilet. Um, no, but imagine someone who's absolutely gorgeous, like Angelina Jolie in like the nineties, gorgeous. You'd just be batting people. Hi, can I have sex with you? No, fuck up. Can I have yeah. sex? No, not you either. It would be a nightmare. You couldn't leave the house. No, oh my that's God. true. That's true. But then, if you're an attractive gay man, and a, and people, I suppose it would be the same. I was thing. one day years ago <laughs> in the in the time long gone you're when beautiful. we could walk close to people in Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I was an attractive gay man. I'll send you photos after this. Chat. I can't wait. I can't wait. I was an attractive gay man, and now I am literally Ursula the Sea Witch. But do you, feel, do you feel more it. comfortable as you are now? I think that's more to do with age than like the actual appearance of myself because um, <laughs> one of the very like cool, inspirational queer people that I know was like, what's cool about being queer is that like at one point you look at yourself and you realise you've become the person that you as a kid would have loved to have in their life. And I was like, if I as a child looked at this now and saw it, I would run away screaming. I'm terrifying. <laughs> and if I was then told, no, that's you in the future, I would be horrified because I am a nightmare, but in a fun way. And children don't understand things like this. I've got like no. nephews and nieces. And when they show them photos of me, they're like, oh no, what is that? My niece thinks I'm a Disney villain because of my eyebrows. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, you and know I what? I kind you're, of like that. You're right. Because they made their average when I was a kid. It used to terrify me. I remember the first time I watched Rocky Horror Picture Show. It awakened oh, something in yeah. me, but I didn't fully understand it. And I had nightmares for weeks about like <laughs> burly men in like women's underwear and stuff. I think I think I was like six when I saw that. Oh my god! So yeah. it just like warped me, and now I'm like this. So I'm gonna sue Richard O'Brien. Uh, he owes me some money. Do you know what? You're right. It was it, when I was a kid. It felt creepy, and creepy might not be the right word. 
but it was an I was it was fear. It was like, oh my god, what is this? And my mum had like a visceral reaction. I think I nearly threw up at one point, and I don't know why, but like obviously something in my little like baby queer brain was like, shit, this is like this is relevant to you because my sister also watched it, and she's terrible with scary films even now. She's like thirty now. And she was like, I don't get it. And I was like, no, something's happening. I've no, seen right. Beyond the Veil. I've seen how the sausage is made. It's horrible. But it now was... I watch it and I love it. I think it's one of the best ones of all time. Oh, it's fantastic. The music's I fantastic. Love Everything's brilliant. The, the whole thing is perfect. I'm and surprised I love they got it. away with it in the 70s. You what, sorry? I'm surprised they got away with well, yeah. what they did in the 70s. Yeah. And I love the fact that because they used to show it in London, didn't they? And everyone would go dressed as the characters. And like, with specific phrases you have to say at certain points. Yeah, I'd love to do that. I'd love to go and see that, but I'd also love to perform that. Yeah, but that'd be amazing. Oh, yeah. It's funny, I've said this before. I did a gig. I, I think I said this on the last episode. I don't know why. So all the, all the, all the other acts were female, and they're all mm. new acts. And then yeah. the headliners were established acts, but it were all male. But That's we weird. had to do it dressed as women. I don't know why. I still did it, but I don't know. Why, <laughs> I don't know why we were doing it. I can't remember what the point was. But they um, said you want to do it, and I, I went, think the booker just had a fetish, to be probably. honest. Probably. Yeah. And I went, yeah, I'll do that. And then you had to go, and then you pick out your outfit. And I had this like nylon, like swirly, long number. With, oh. And I had this bright pink wig. Actually, no, she picked it out. That's it. She picked it out. <laughs> Because I didn't know, that was it. I got there and I went, well, she would pick out an outfit. And I went, I don't, uh. So no, yeah, I'll do that, this one and that. And I went, all right. So I'm on stage at the end and it, you suddenly realise, oh shit, my material's really masculine. I didn't realise yeah. when, and it, I died on my ass. It wasn't yeah. funny. It, it, yeah. I, like, the exact opposite is true for me. Like, I could not get on stage. Because people often say, like, you're really funny, like, out of drag like you you could just get on stage and do that and it's like yeah. it's not like i'm conversationally funny out of drag but it's not i couldn't do like a full set because it doesn't make sense like me looking like a man like and it, telling these stories is like are you sure that happened to you it's like no it did i just looked better than i do now like it's one of my worst fears like turning up to a gig and like my wig blows away or something you know like <laughs> yeah it starts raining and my makeup's ruined um because so you I just couldn't do it. I literally, I literally have to be like, "Sorry, I'll I'll come back next week and try again." But yeah, I can't perform like this. That's interesting. There's a comedian called Milo McCabe, and he he's he does a character called Troy Hawk, who wears right. like a smoking jacket and he's got his pencil moustache and he's very well spoken. Like he's like an old actor, like Errol Flynn kind of. And yeah. Milo's tried to do comedy as himself, and he he just doesn't work. And yeah, and yeah. yeah, he puts the garments on and he becomes Troy and he absolutely smashes it. So I suppose it's, so weird. it's like an armor, is it? I guess. Yeah, because like, I do like straight stand up. <laughs> I don't do anything. Like, I do gay stand up. Um, but like, I mostly do characters. But when I do stand up, it is like, I'll refer to myself as Lucy and I'll refer to myself as she. Um, but like, everyone in the audience knows that, like, I'm not like, a, a woman i'm not a cis woman i'm not a trans woman i'm like a non-binary drag queen performing as mm. a woman like yeah it's so complicated but like generally i'm performing to like very queer audiences so they get it and then they're not like but then with straight audiences they're just like oh it's a drag queen like it's fine like i think i'm very lucky that i live in a country where like drag is so normalized as a form of performance that 
people just don't bat an eyelid that much. No, no. And it's I, when I with my uh, with my now uh, my ex partner and she was massively in in the she she came through into comedy through drag and yeah. the drag circuit and all of her friends were all drag queens and we go to the glory in Haggerston and and I'd never experienced that before and it really blew my head off that I was surrounded yeah. by these incredible people it was it was I felt more at home there than I've ever felt in a pub with lads watching football which was nice it, that is know. nice yeah yeah and I prefer the company of women as well I don't really like I don't like that so I'm not into football I'm not into I mean more into music and clothes and stuff like that so growing up with the lads 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 really it just made me sad because I didn't want to yeah do that, you know oh my god hard relate yeah and but but everybody around me was going well no you're a boy that's what you do and then meeting all the drag queens, you know, and being in that world, you're kind of like, oh, this is spectacular. I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I loved the attention that I got. I loved being around all those people. It's beautiful. I don't know why more people don't do it. <laughs> Literally, well, I mean, let's not encourage people because there's no. already too many. We need to get into that world. There's I mean, enough like... gigs. Yeah, like, no. Don't, I mean... don't start doing drag. It's uncomfortable. It's it's too hot. Um, you'll probably die. Just don't do it. Um, a lot of but if you are looking for a drag queen, you know, book Lucy Fair, Lucy Fair Queen on um, Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> That's so interesting, though, because I've met quite a few, like, cishet men who are like, oh yeah, like I don't like laddie stuff. Like I don't, I I enjoy the company of women more than men. And I I wonder if like a lot more men probably feel that way. Absolutely. And they're just keeping it up. Maybe it's like in every group there's just one lad who is like actually like that. Yeah. And everyone else is just keeping up the like lad sona for them. Yeah. There's absolutely more men that are like that. There's a there was a, a sketch show called um, Man Stroke Woman back in the, I think it was like the late night, early 2000s. And they did a sketch and there was a guy, they were watching the television, watching football in a pub. And each, the guy was talking to each one of the lads in the group and they all said, they were like, nah, I'm just here because because he's here. And I actually like doing this, doing this other thing. And it, and, and I think that's more common, Literally. really. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I just think, and that, this is why we need to have these conversations and make people listening to this will go, yeah, I'm actually like that. You don't yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I wouldn't. I would look terrible in drag, so I won't be. Doing I could that. make you beautiful. Do you think so? Yeah, I'm quite good at makeup. I look nothing <laughs> like what you're looking at right now. Really? Yeah. I can't I wait to see. Do I have a photo of me? You've actually frozen on the screen, so I can't see. Oh no! Am I back there. now? What's happened? You can hear me though. Yeah, I can hear you. Lovely. But, oh, um, at least they look pretty frozen. You you do actually. It's a very yeah, nice that's pose. Fine. That's fine. I'll leave it like that. I'm not going to try and fix that. <laughs> I might just get that drag because as long as you're seeing that, it's fine. As long yeah. as that's how you think. Yeah. <laughs> no, I got other stuff to do today. Oh, yeah. What else are you doing today? What? What else are you doing today? You got a load of interviews and. Gigs oh no, I'm like... just like <laughs> taking photos and stuff. I've, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So lockdown, I've been like sewing. Because I, I sew now. That's who I am okay. as a person. So I sewed some outfits and I'm going to like do some looks to go along with them. Like maybe film some videos. Take nice. Definitely take some photos. Yeah. And then like put them on TikTok and YouTube and all that. Oh, nice. This is the thing, mm. isn't it? Now this is, it's, it is important to be doing all that now. 
with 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 what we do. Literally, know? yeah. Um, TikTok, I hated it. I was like, it's like a stupid dancing kids bullshit app. Like, why do I care about that? And all my yeah. friends like, oh no, if you go on there, like, you find cool people to follow, and then the algorithm just sets you up with more people like that. So I gave it a go and I, I like fully addicted. I've spent many a night just like lying in bed at four in the morning, just like next one, next one, next one. Cause it's like instant gratification. Like if you watch a video that's crap, it's like 15 seconds to a minute. So you're not bothered. You've got the next video to watch. And then all of a sudden you've spent like, you went to bed at 10 PM and it's now 4 AM and you've got work tomorrow. Like, yeah. So I've had to be, be like quite careful about that because I think lockdown is just like an unhealthy state of mind anyway, and the habits like that just like really fuck you up. Oh, but I'm trying to upload as much as I can on there, just because it's like fun. Yeah, well, of course it is. It's like yeah, it's it's like you say, once you work out what works for you, yeah, then yeah, it's great fun. What's interesting, and this has come up before as well, is that I spoke about this in another episode. It's when talk about the clothing. Like, like say oh, this is these are women's clothes these are men's clothes well they're not they're but they're not are they clothes. it's just yeah. what society says they're just clothes aren't they they're just, yeah. it's just it's makeup it's but it's you know that's deemed as that's a woman's and that's a man's and that needs to change yeah you can literally just buy once you buy clothes they're not women's or men's clothes they're just yours if you're wearing them they're just your clothes it doesn't matter yeah like it's so annoying because like saying something like that is so like simple but some people see that so revolutionary it's like too far for them so it's like oh no you can't like you can't just wear women's clothes and it's like well they're not wearing it's a dress it's not women's clothes they're my clothes it's just a dress calm down and it's like oh no but god says like oh fuck off like my god didn't say that like oh but you can't because of like traditional values that i don't have traditional like stop trying to make me live my life the way you want you can go and have traditional values go and live in a church for like here go and like have 18 children and be barefoot and like the husband goes away to it that's fine if you want to do that and you can afford to do that and you're all happy cool but do it the fuck away from me and stop telling me how to live yeah like, this you don't is, yeah. see queer people going door-to-door knocking, being like, oh, have you chosen a sexuality yet? Because we have a great one. Like, <laughs> no, but, like, bigots do that. They're like, oh, have you chosen a god yet? Ours hates gays. Do you want to join? Like, oh, yeah. fuck off. It, honestly, like, I really begrudge that I was, like, born into a world that is just so broken. Like, I'm hoping next time around I'm just, like, a rich aristocrat somewhere before the revolution. Or, like... <laughs> I don't know, like a space god or something. Like, just something where I can just, like, vibe and chill and not have to, like, think about having human rights and think about, like, oh, what if, like, I'm walking down the street and someone just murdered me because I look too gay? Like, yeah, it's just really annoying. It it, 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 it should be that. It, it, there needs to be more of an understanding that people's lives are their lives. And you living how you want to live yours doesn't affect anyone in any way, shape or form. And yet, Literally. And, and vice versa, and yet they're coming at you going, oh, what are you dressed like that for? What's wrong with you? And you're like, well, you get fucked, mate. Go and get fucked. And this, if, this you know, society saying it's, these are men's clothes, these are women's clothes. And, but then you speak to, you speak to a man, and you go, what are you wearing? And you go, jeans and a T-shirt. And, go, yeah. right. and you speak to a woman, what are you wearing? Jeans and a T-shirt. And it, it's the same. And it, it's mad that <laughs> we still have this. Someone... This was, like, years ago when I was still, like, a gay man. Um, but I used to wear women's jeans because they fit nicer. They're um, much more comfortable. 
oh my god they're so much better and they yeah. just like shape your ass so nicely <laughs> like so it's just wearing women's jeans and someone noticed that like the buttons because women's jeans the buttons do it the opposite way and they were like are you wearing women's jeans and I was like no I'm wearing my jeans Yeah. and they like they were so freaked out about it it was one of my aunties and funnily enough I got the jeans from my mum because yeah. like she'd lost some weight or gained some weight so I was like oh I'll have those jeans like they fit really nicely and my auntie just could not like she was like yeah, yeah. no you shouldn't be wearing women's jeans I was like if you hadn't seen the button you wouldn't know <laughs> and wh- like wh- what is it harming you like yeah. Oh no, they design different. They might make your cock fall off. Like I don't understand what your like <laughs> rationale is there. It was no, very exactly. confusing. But this is it. I've worn. I we, we when we did when we did one of our episodes of uh, Insane in the Men Brain, and I had a comedian on Christopher MacArthur Boyd, and we talked about that when he and I first met in Nottingham, and he and I said, "Oh, nice shirt, mate." And he went, "Oh, nice, no, a blouse." And I went, oh, oh, yeah, it is, yeah. And he went, yeah, he goes, I just like it. He goes, I prefer wearing a blouse because it just feels better. I just like it. It's a better material. It fits better. And I went, actually, I've got, these are women's jeans. And they were. Because <laughs> they're just, they're not, like, they're stretchy. They're, more... they're so stretchy and they're yeah. so soft. It's lovely. Why what are those jeans so not soft? I hate it. <laughs> like, sometimes yeah. I get, like, I, w- I was going to the cash point the other day and I've got, we call it my uh, Pugsley Adams dress because it's just like black and white stripes, yeah. um, like horizontal stripes all the way down. And it goes to about my ankles and then I'll just wear that with like um, a pair of trainers and like a denim jacket and like yeah. in the summer I'll just wear sunglasses with it, in the winter I put a hat with it and maybe like a shirt over it to warm it up. And I was going to the cash point and this guy walked, it was at a co-op, this guy walked out of the co-op, sort of looked at me kept walking then like double took looked at me again and was like is that a dress and i was like uh yes and he was like oh cool and just got in his car and drove off <laughs> and i was like what yeah. the hell so i got in my car like turned to steve i was like he was like what did that bloke say to you i was like, he said is that a dress and steve was like what did you say i was like well i wasn't gonna lie like he can see it's a dress and he was like well what did he say then and i was like he just said cool and got in his car <laughs> <laughs> and part of me was like, I kind of wish he had just said a slur. Like, I don't yeah. know how to emotionally respond to this. Like, I wish he'd been like, oh, faggot. Like, oh, yeah. bloke in a dress. Fucking die. I'd be like, oh, thank God. Like, you can deal with that. Being yeah. like n- vaguely nice, but not like overly sportive. I was like, I don't know how to take this. <laughs> like, like, you- I've, I've got a pair of shoes I've just bought, like these trainers. And they've got, they've got the front of them are all like silver glitter. And right. so they're called like they're golden goose or something like that. And then they've got they've got a red star on one side, and then the back's a bit green, but they're white and they look a bit scuffed up. But the front of them is all glitter, right down the tongues, glitter. And I, and I got oh. them, and my mate he went right. What have you got on your feet? And I went what I really like them. He's like mate, glitter. I'm like, yeah. And then like, like a few weeks later, he's like, where'd you get them trainers? <laughs> <laughs> they're fucking great shoes. They look brilliant. They look brilliant. <laughs> I just don't know what to wear them with yet, but they look brilliant. They look brilliant. I might have to get, I might have to get everything. Shirt. Yeah. Just literally everything. But I think it throws people because, it, like my mate said, he goes, there's nothing feminine about you, Rich. You're a very masculine person, yet you're swanning around in glitter and, you know, sequins on your jumper and all that. And I'm like, well, that's just, I like the jumper. That's why I'm going to wear it. You know? Also, like, I think that should be celebrated. Like, if yeah. someone is very masculine, but also, like, oh, I'll, like, paint my nails or... Yeah. You know, it's, like, 
it it's blurring the lines of like gender and sexuality in a way that I think is a positive for yeah. everyone. Absolutely. Yeah. And the only reason people kind of make a fuss is because really, like that guy that saw you in your dress, he was like, oh, I wish I could be a bit more like that. Yeah, I, th- I, I don't know. I think that, or maybe, I don't know. Sometimes men just like feel the need to comment on something, even though it's like, you didn't need to comment on that. Like that's yeah. something that I, um, I mostly spend time around like queer people or my friends are queer people. Um, like I only speak to a select handful of people in my family for like various different reasons. Like, right. so if I'm wearing makeup or a dress or something, the most I'll get from my friends is like, Oh, like, Oh, your makeup looks nice today. Or, Oh, I love that dress on you. But other than that, there's no, like, if I turned up to like a family function in like, Makeup and a dress, not drag, but like you know, makeup and a dress. Still with like my bald head. I wouldn't wear foundation or anything. I usually just wear eye makeup, maybe a bit of lipstick, maybe have my nails painted, and just a dress, quite casual. Yeah. People are like, oh my god, what are you dressed as? Like people would freak the fuck out, and it's like, yeah. I want to just exist in like that's my natural state. Obviously today I'm very done up because I'm doing drag, but like that is my natural state. That's just how I exist in the world. Yeah. And it's the same as like say one of my female cousins, she wears a dress and makeup, could be wearing the exact same dress and makeup, but because they perceive her as a woman, it's like, well, no, that's fine. But like you doing it, it's weird and we don't like it. Like, it's always seen as like, I'm trying to like draw attention to myself or, and it's like, no, this is just how I exist. Like, why can't I just exist like this and no one make any comments? Like, that would be ideal. But that's it, isn't it? They're They're unable to put you in a box. Yeah, they can't go because you're like you've just said, like you're blurring the lines between the genders, and and you're just be, you're just being you, which is a beautiful yeah. thing. But because they can't put you in somewhere, it makes them uncomfortable, doesn't it? And then they're sort of, they're like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. I've got to say something. I'm like, you haven't got to say anything. Just, just literally, you haven't got to say, just let them be, and be happy that you've got a wonderful person in your life that's being themselves. Yeah, you know, but it's, but, I wish you know, people were like that. I suppose because we're in that, we're all transitioning, aren't we? Really, every like the whole like our our perceptions are transitioning, and this is why we're having these chats, I guess. Well, so you know, hopefully, you know, it's, this is now we've started it. Hopefully, the next generation, this will be, it'll make it easy for the next generation. Coming yeah, through. that's what I'm hoping. Although the way things are going, it's looking like LGBT like legislation and rights are just being like clawed really? back. Really. Yeah, so like, yeah, you wouldn't have known about this. Um, no. So Liz Truss, who's like a Tory MP, I don't know where for, I don't know what her position in the cabinet is. Equalities minister, maybe? Okay. She has just um, scrapped all of the LGBTQ, um, not legislation, but like advice of the government that has been like written years ago. And she's trying to like push back like trans rights and general like queer and LGBT rights. Really? And yeah, like the only people talking about it are like gay newspapers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that um, anywhere. Yeah, because the other newspapers just don't, you know, don't want to report on it for whatever reason. Um, and it's really scary. And they're like trying to get rid of Stonewall. They've taken Stonewall out of all government affiliation. Really? And Stonewall have been like the authority on like lgbtq yeah. rights f- since it they found it like 
they were the only charity and they are still the most prominent, most powerful and the most informed. Yeah. So the fact that they're doing that is like really worrying at the moment. Like in this country, a lot of queer people, especially like trans and like gender non-conforming people are very frightened for the future in this country. Shit, I had no idea. I know that they've been trying to try and be, to besmirch the name of Stonewall. Yeah, yeah that's, that's what seems to be happening. Yeah, that's the um, that's the big thing at the moment. Mm. And it is really, like, I've got friends who are, like, looking into moving to Ireland. I've got friends who are, like, genuinely thinking of, like, playing it straight. Like, if it gets oh. any worse, like... And that's really scary. Oh especially for, like, someone who's so openly, like, loud yeah. and queer as myself. This, this Honestly, this country is just becoming so narrow-minded with mm-hmm. ever since ever since well ever since brexit happened it just that you kind of that was a big shock to everybody and then suddenly like you've just said other things are getting chopped away and and it, and it's like what would you really want to live on an island where we're all we're all walking around wearing stone island with shaved heads literally that's all they want why do you yeah. want that it's fucking boring Oh, and they want yeah. everyone to be like the same color and yeah and we need culture we need different cultures because i've said this before if you just let british people to be british we'd just be a load of pie eating fucking morris dancers and who wants i that? mean like as someone who loves pies and like vague <laughs> paganism that sounds beautiful actually but like <laughs> i don't mind the dancing and the pies <laughs> <laughs> All right, our producer Paul's just put up on uh, the screen here. Three advisors mm-hmm. quit last month over the government's handling of LGBT, LGBT rights and amid claims yeah. it was dragging its feet on a pledge to ban so-called conversion therapy. Oh, yeah, why? Yeah, so they're literally refusing to ban conversion therapy, which Fucking is just like hell. religious mumbo-jumbo that traumatizes kids and usually makes them kill themselves. Yeah. And they're like, no, like, mm, we need to see the other side of this argument, oh, actually. It's like, fuck. they're literally murdering queer teens. Yeah. Like, you can't, because their argument is like, oh, but religious freedom, um, if we ban conversion therapy, you can't even pray for gay people anymore. And it's like, you can't police prayer. No. It's silent. Like, I could pray for anything right now. It doesn't yeah. make it a thing. You know what I mean? Ah, yeah, it's so yeah, yeah. stupid. Like, you can I mean, be arrested for praying for someone to die. Fucking you can't, hell. Like, they can't police prayer. It's so it's stupid. Like thought police? What the fuck? Literally. But then yeah. they're the ones who are like, oh, you can't say anything these days. It's like, yeah, but they're literally thought policing. Yeah. Like, you're not allowed to, like, be gay now. <laughs> my God. I literally, I like me and my friends have this joke about like, so what are we going to do when they like make it illegal to be gay? <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm, it's starting oh. to not be a joke. <laughs> but this is Which it, is really it, scary. But it's only been, was it 50 years, 60 years since it was illegal, you know? And, uh, and, and In Wales and England, in Scotland, it was like, I want to say 2000 when it was actually made what? fully legal. You're fucking kidding. I'm not even joking. What the um, fuck? What difference does yeah. it make? Yeah. This is, I've said this before. I've spoken to my dad about this and we think my granddad was gay, but he never, he couldn't, you know, obviously he was, it was illegal back then and he could never come out, but it would explain why he was so miserable and, you know, he, he did what he, what society told him to do and he got married and he had kids and things like that, but he was never happy. That's you so know? sad. And isn't it sad? And it, why are these, and the thing with these, the, the gay conversion people, you find out that they're gay anyway. They've been going to brothels. Literally, and, yeah. 
Well, quite often they're run by people who are like, oh, I used to be gay and then, you know, I went through this therapy and now I'm not. And they are the biggest queen going and they're married to like a really butch woman who's like, oh, I'm happy in my marriage. And he's like, yeah, me too, baby. And then they uncomfortably kiss and it's like, you're both just very gay and that's fine. Yeah. Like, it's really sad that society has made you feel this way, but stop putting that like trauma on queer kids who you're just messing up. I know. I don't. I wish we had answers. I wish. Oh, see, this is the way I don't look at the news because it just depresses me that everything's all these just cunts are involved with changing. Literally, yeah. And you're like, what? Oh, so we all get to live in the world you decide, and your world is really boring. Your shoes are shit as well. You could tell. <laughs> you could tell a lot about people by their shoes. Ah, <laughs> uh, Lucy, this has been amazing. I want to thank it's you for coming lovely. on. It's been thank lovely. You. Um, and we, this was gonna, this is, we, we put this up. So we've got membrane, fembrane, and then brain. Oh. And so we were gonna put this out as a then brain, but it's it's up to you. What would you prefer? Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly non binary. I yeah, think yeah. that makes sense. I do use they, them pronouns sometimes. Okay. That's part of the fun of being non binary, is like, I've got friends who like just refer to me as Lucy and yeah. she, her. And it's like really funny when we're just like shopping somewhere. And it's like, Lucy! And I'm like, yes. <laughs> what do you want from me? Hello. I think um, people are imagining like this little girly, like, <laughs> like yeah, tiny yeah. blonde woman. And I'm like, hello, I am Lucy, a bald man. <laughs> do you know what though? It is, I'm still, I'm still getting used to it. And so when we had our guest last week and I was talking to people and then I'm there, and I kept, so I, kept I, I, I was talking to my flatmate and I'm going, oh, yeah, it was brilliant. We had, we had, we had Ashlyn on and she was like, they were great. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> and I was just in the end, I went, oh, fuck, I can't do it. <laughs> uh, but I, yeah, I love it. I love the fact that this is happening and, uh, and whatever we can do to help things and help people, you know, this is why we're doing this. It's why we're now the yeah. for the month of pride. Uh, so that, because I think, I think, I, I personally think that people that are non-binary are, more, are quite underrepresented at the minute. Yeah, I think um, because it's just like more confusing than like, oh, you were a man and now you're a woman, which is like incorrect anyway. But like, mm. it's like, oh yeah, I'm not anything or I'm kind of a bit of both. People are like, no, no, you can't, you have to choose what. And it's like, do I though? Like... I can interact with the world as a man or a woman, like depend on the day, depend on how I feel, what I'm dressed like, who I'm interacting with. So like gender's not real. Like if we could nah. just like stop pretending that like gender and sex are like actually real things that really affect people. It's not, it's just people enforcing them on people. Yeah. Like everything else is just made up bullshit. Like, yeah, Whitley. oh, it just annoys me so much. But well, it's true. It's, this goes back to what we were saying at the beginning. People are just people, but it's what society has, has labelled everything to make it easy for society to control you and put you in this little box. Go, like, oh, you go in there and you go in there, and now you've got this wave now of people going. Actually, I don't, I don't fit in those boxes. Yeah, I go in those boxes. I'll go in that one that day, but then I might feel different tomorrow, and I go in that one. And it, you know, it's it, and that's how it should be. It should be more that, more like that. You know, and I think more power to you for, for saying something and, and being you 
which yeah. is which is a beautiful thing. And I'm. But glad it's very you, cool yeah. that you're like using because you're like a cis hat mm. white man. Literally the worst thing on the planet. Oh god, it's fantastically yeah, just, illegal. Just yeah, vile and gross. <laughs> we can't are even talking to you right now. Which I know, but I yeah, really like you're so. using your privilege to you know speak about these things, and that's very cool. Like not many people in your position would think like maybe I should speak to some trans people. Maybe I should speak to some non-binary people. Yeah. Like, like when speak, I saw yeah. your podcast was called um, Insane in the Fem Brain, I was like, oh, what's this about? And then when I saw it was your name, I was like. Wait, a man talking to women? I was like, this is revolutionary. <laughs> man, this is it? insane. <laughs> but it's because I want to learn. I want to learn more. And having conversations with other men that are like me, that are cis, het, and they, they, but they're scared to ask. And a lot of they're going, I don't, I don't want to yeah. look like a cunt. I don't want to look, I don't want to offend anyone. I don't know what to yeah. do. So then this is just, the, the podcast has evolved where I go, right, well, look, I'm going to speak to these people and I'm going to find out and then I'm going to, then you can listen to it and you can, you can hear what we, what we said, what we talked about. Cause I'm, I'm just come, I, my intentions are pure. Like I don't want to offend. I want to learn yeah. and grow and I want other people like me to do the same, which is why we have these, this is why I'm doing it. And yeah, you know, I get, I think, and like today I get to speak to a beautiful person like you and oh. then someone else will listen to this and they'll go, oh my God, I didn't realize that. So I've learned something, they've learned something, you know, and then you realize that us straight white fellas aren't all fucking murdering sexist pigs. Some of us are all right. No, like, you know, I have said, like, I, I do have sex with your kind of people sometimes, but <laughs> past that, I don't think there's much use for you. Like, in my <laughs> ideal world, you'd just be in the breeding cages. Um, yeah. We'd like see you once a month, maybe, <laughs> and then just leave you. You know, like when they leave gorillas with like a big wheel and a rope to play with, <laughs> like just like that. Like we wouldn't teach you to read or talk anymore. You just get someone to yeah. drive you around a bit now and again. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah. yeah, maybe if we need some heavy lifting, we'd like let you out of the cage, let you lift something, and then pop <laughs> you back in. And it would be a utopia, and everything would be lovely. <laughs> Well, Three weeks you know on the NHS, lovely. I, do you know what? I don't. Yeah, I don't. I do. I'd quite like that. Just <laughs> wouldn't have to be anywhere. Don't have to do anything. You just get fed, fed, fucked, and watered. <laughs> yeah, it's all anyone really wants. Yeah, I don't yeah. see what the problem is. <laughs> Fuck it, let's do it. Let's Fa do it. Gendered fascism. Throw me in the breeding cages. <laughs> why not? Gendered fascism. That's gonna look great on a t-shirt. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> with my face on yeah 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 yeah. You're the face of gendered fascism <laughs> yeah gender fascism and um welsh nationalism and the yes. face of two movements whether they overlap i'm not sure yet we'll see how it goes well that do you know what if you put me in a cage in wales there you go we'll do that yeah, yeah lovely view of a mountain or the sea or something well, see, yeah, or maybe we could be with mumbles oh mumbles would be nice oh uh yeah. uh did know would be quite nice Oh, uh, on the top of that, there's a that that private road that goes round the cliffs. Yeah, stick me on a cage opposite that. That'll be fine. They come and fuck <laughs> me and feed me and yeah, you'd be sorted. Yeah, yeah. Let me get on with me tire. <laughs> <laughs> Lucy, this has been amazing. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been Thank really you. Fun. Where can we find you on the socials if you want um, to be found? So I'm on TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter as Lucy for Queen. I've got a Facebook, but like, who uses Facebook anymore? Yeah, Except for like true. nans. <laughs> so if if your nan wants to see a like weird drag queen doing sketch comedy, uh, tell her to search Lucy Fur on 
Facebook. Lovely. <laughs> I'll tell her. <laughs> She's 92. She might have a problem with it, but I'll let her. Uh, I'll just show her the video off your phone. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we do yeah. that. That'd be fine. Yeah, Lucy, thank you so much. Thank you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Made by darkhorsedigital.co.uk. Shooting, live streaming, and podcast production. <laughs> 